Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Maybe Ryan Tannehill or Dak Prescott or Michael Jenkins from the Daily Tips. Chelsea Bell. Chelsea Bell. <laughs> you know what I... I, I feel like in, in his songs, in performance, he's able to say some of the things that he always wants to say to her about how she wakes up in a bad mood every day. Yes. <laughs> yes. The truth comes out through comedy. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. can hear it there. Uh, all right, before we get to some NFL games, we, we like for Week 16 some line movement here on these games. I did, sure. we, you know, we were having our, our draft there, which I, I believe I won going away. I mean, I got Santa Claus as the last pick of the draft. He is okay, Christmas. go re, re, recap your selections, which is probably. Number one in every list. If you look up, I, I got top Santa. songs. You would get top character. You got top character. Santa Claus, Home Alone, you and got Mariah Carey. Yeah, Mariah yeah. Carey. Just how the, just it's how almost like out. auto draft, and you guys were drafting all over the board. And I just got one, two, three, just down the board. That's so I feel good about my draft. I don't. But I don't think there's the, an auto draft in the world that had Blitzen on the list. So, <laughs> so I have a Blitzen story. Blitz. Okay. So. On Netflix recently, I watched a movie called A Boy Named Christmas. And the idea Somebody of it is, just tweeted this. Yeah. It is the origin of how Santa Claus became Santa Claus. Like the Santa Claus as a boy. Okay. And mm-hmm. his name is Nicholas. His mom's nickname for him was she liked the name Christmas. Like, and in this whole story, it's, it's a kind of a interesting tale on how he becomes Santa Claus. But when he first starts out, he's still a boy delivering gifts to just one village. He has only one reindeer, no sleigh. And the reindeer is Blitzen. The original reindeer was Blitzen. And he rode it like a horse. And then as the operation got bigger, he needed the, the sleigh, right? Because he's got so many toys back there. And he needed more reindeer to fly around. But it just started off as just one. See, just Blitzen. There's another reason we're having justice for Blitzen on this show. He's the original reindeer. He's the OG. He's right. the OG reindeer. And Rudolph gets all the shine. As is no shines. It's ridiculous. And they didn't even need him. I think about how many Christmases they didn't even need Rudolph for. Then it got foggy one night, and the guy became the star of the team. Yeah, the nerd. Yeah. He got, he got, Blitzen got Wally pipped by Rudolph. (laughs) Exactly what happened. Yeah, you're right. Is that a true story? I think so. I think every bit of it is is absolutely a true story. At least I I believe that it's stuff we watched. Was it a good movie? Something that I should waste a couple hours with, or no? No, it was good. Yeah, I was, at first I was like, what am I watching? And then I was like, oh. It's actually pretty good. So I, I did enjoy that movie. And I, I didn't realize as I was watching it, show prep. I brought something to the show with Blitzen. <laughs> Knowledge I didn't even know I needed to know. All right, Joe, some games we like here for week 16. Uh, one that I know you've been on from the beginning of the week, and uh, it's interesting where the line is going on it. Buffalo, New England. We saw this match a couple weeks ago, and it was obviously a weather game, so it's difficult to take everything for that. But we know that New yeah. England ran the football over and over and over again to beat Buffalo in Buffalo a couple weeks ago. So this line has moved here down to two. It was two and a half. I think you had said you were hoping to get three in the contest. Well, on FanDuel right now, we're at two. Patriots minus two at home against Buffalo, 43 and a half on the total line coming down. 
Uh, Westgate actually opened this on Sunday as a pick, which I found kind of intriguing. Because the look ahead was New England minus two, so then they brought it down a little bit. They went to pick, and then it was bet back up a little bit right. by New England. But we had, I wonder if this is good to go back up. If it's going to go back to two and a half. Not saying I don't think we're going to get the three. I don't expect that to happen. But this is this is fascinating on a lot of different levels. First off, awards stuff. If Jonathan Taylor has another great game uh, against Bill Belichick's defense, and we always know the old adage, Bill Belichick takes away what you do best, so he's going in planning that they're going to take away. Um, I'm sorry. Why am I thinking about Indianapolis? You were in, right la- you were in last, last week. Last, <laughs> I'm still on last week right now for a quick second. I just went back to – I just went <laughs> – this whole week, I was telling you guys before the show, I am just between the holiday at the end, the rush to prepare for the games right. and get fully ready, and then the extension of last week for by another day with four more crap games that we got yep. on Monday and Tuesday, it is completely throwing me off. I don't know. So what before you go on, I, yeah. I, you were so convincing for a second that I thought I had transformed the week. I was like, <laughs> wait a second, is it Colts Patriots this weekend? It just hit me, hit me in the middle there. I'm like, oh wait a second, you yeah. idiot. And then we I was already about did to res- that one. I was about to respond because obviously we know the outcome saying I love the goals well, part- in this game. <laughs> Taylor's going to go off in the fourth and quarter. And you love the Patriots last week. Yeah, and, well, and, and part of it is we're seeing this dumb matchup twice in a matter of in three games, right. which which we're seeing a lot of this season, which I am not a big fan of at all. Uh, some of the sharper books have it at two and a half, while the domestic ones are did move from two and a half down to two, which makes me think that we're going to go back to two and a half, but I don't think we're going to get to three. Uh, revenge on the mind for the Bills. Man, it was that defense embarrassed. And they were embarrassed in the postgame. They're still mad about getting questions. Uh, if you're Belichick, what is your mindset? What is your mindset? He always wants to keep people guessing. So I wonder, is he going to go run heavy again? Of course, never to that extreme. I'm not suggesting that. But everybody knew you're running again and again. And they kept doing it. And they couldn't do anything about it. I, I, I'm curious what they're planning in the building this week going against a pretty good bills defense. If they're going to say, Hey, why would we stop doing something that was so successful or want to try to catch them off guard? And it's going to be more of a balanced attack with Mac Jones. Yeah. Patriots has some issues at the receiver receiver position with injuries. Cole Beasley uh, went on the COVID list yesterday for Buffalo. And he will obviously be out as we know from his vocal Tweets in the summer, he's not vaccinated, so he can't play. He can't get back in time for the game on Sunday, so he's gone. Um, I just wonder what changes other than the weather. You said the game script could change. Well, I'm not, Mac Jones is going to throw more than three times. But between these teams, like I just yeah. – I, I still need to see Buffalo win a game against a good team before I buy it. Like their point differential is great. They're bum slayers. They beat up on bad teams. They, Of course, they beat the Panthers by double digits. They beat all these bad teams by double digits. I – I need to see this. And this game is gigantic for everything in the AFC. The winner of this game is likely going to win the division. And that means the Patriots playoff. win, Belichick's getting coach of the year. Right. That's another big yeah. part of it. I do like the Patriots. I mean, the number is so short. It's like, Now it's at two. I mean, if this jumped to over a field goal, like we were talking about, it got to three, three and a half then. I mean, I feel like it's a close game. But I, I don't know how Buffalo changes the story here. Unless Josh Allen could put it together and have a big day. I just I think the Patriots are are built for, and I haven't looked at the weather yet for this game if it's going to be any sort of weather in New England but right. I, I 
feel like I did before the last game, even though the weather I'm sure won't be as bad. They're just more built for January, December, January. And I think they might get Damian Harris back. He missed that Colts game last week. Um, you we'll think see. that's big? I mean, Stevenson's been fine. He's, but don't they need more than just him? Right? It's like more of a yeah. back by committee. It, I think it helps. I mean, I don't think it's going to move the needle that much, but he certainly can help if he was in there. I, Both I, I'm, of these teams. I mean, this is the all-out effort game. Not only do you have right. revenge on the mind of the Bills, but on the New England side, they're coming off the loss on Saturday at Indy, and on deck, it's Jacksonville and Miami. So this could very well decide the division. It could. And, and it's soft for Buffalo down the final stretch in those last two games as well. They've got Atlanta and the New York Jets in their final two. So you would think both of these teams have games that they should be winning in week 17 and 18, assuming something's on the line in week 18. I mean, this is it. You're going to get all out effort from both sides. And I, I can't wait to see it. If I'm a bookmaker, I would not have this at three. I'm, when we talk to Chuck Esposito, final hour show, I want to ask him if, if he thinks this is going to get to three at some point. Where do you think the public is going to be? Uh, I think a lot of people are waiting to bet right now, especially with what's going on with COVID and sitting right. here on Thursday morning. 99% of people that are going to have action on this game have not bet it yet. Yeah, I don't think last week's going to move people off in New England. It's just, it's just one game. I think people think the Colts are good now. They, and, they, and they got back in the game, right? They didn't lose 40-10 to 10 on national TV in a standalone game. They, they got back in that game, made it a game. Uh, let's go to the – how about this one? So, yeah, I don't even know what to do with this game because all the injuries and how much I disrespect the quarterback position on one of these teams. The Panthers and Bucks, that was at 11. Mm-hmm. It's dropped to 10. Uh, it sounds like Darnold could come back and play in this game. And we know the Bucks are dealing with injuries now. Godwin, gone for the year. Uh, Fournette. I mean, they're banged up. Mike Evans, I don't know if he's going to play this week. I mean, I imagine they're going to be cautious with Mike Evans. I mean, they're not playing. The division's basically wrapped up anyway. I mean, normally, and if this was in September, October, wouldn't we have to jump on the Panthers plus the 10? I just, how do you feel anything good about that Panthers quarterback room? No, I don't. I don't. In normal scenarios, if I'm getting average quarterback play, or if I, if I have a chance at it, which which you don't hear, but if I have a chance at it, it's a no-doubter. I'm going to be in on Carolina. Uh, why is the number coming down? Because the pros are betting Carolina. Good for you. Um, I commend you. I don't think I could put my dollars on Carolina. I'm not betting. I'm sick of betting on Cam Newton. He's not going to win. I don't know that they're going to be competitive. So you got Brady off a loss, Brady after getting embarrassed, and he's missing his top three weapons. So let me ask you this. What we've seen out of Tom Brady the last two years, is it more about Brady or the players around him? And I know it's both. It's always both. But but which way do you lean? Because if it's all about the players around him, should this guy even be the MVP? Well, it's interesting because look at his last year in New England. He didn't play very well, right? He didn't have a great season. They got knocked out in the first round. He didn't play well in that game. Pick six to end his New England career. And the thought was he's on the decline, right? It's almost over. And then he goes to Tampa. All those weapons, great offensive line, Super Bowl. And now I guess we're about to see it again. Joe, I think there's a point to be made that at this stage of his career, he's the same guy, but – if the guys around him aren't as good, it's it's not going to be as dynamic. Yeah. Yeah. Here's a thought I, I have on the Bucks. I was thinking about recently. I have no interest in Carolina at ten. None. Do you? Uh, I do not. 
So if you go back and look at their games, they blew the Bears out. I'm sure you remember the game. October 24th, they won the game 38-3. to Since then, and it's a pretty decent sample. What are we talking about? Seven games? And I'm just looking at the scores. I haven't done the math on this. I think their point differential is about even. The Bucks well, have not been great since the middle of October. So they, they beat, they lost to New Orleans 36-27. They lost to Washington 29-19. They beat the Giants by 20. That will even things out. They beat the Colts by 7, beat the Falcons by 13, beat the Bucks by a touchdown, uh, the, the, the Bills, excuse me, by a touchdown in overtime, and lost 9 nothing last week. It's been about seven weeks of... I would think that number probably equals out to about an even point differential. Okay, how how many points do you have to get to for a Carolina cover? Matchup wise, you nobody runs on the Bucks, and right. Matt Rule says he wants to run thirty times a game, so it, it, which is probably going to be mostly Cam, I guess, in the group of backs that they have without Christian McCaffrey, which is not a threat to anyone. So 16? what are you going to do? How how are they going to move the ball? Is my question because to beat the Bucks. I'm removing last week. You shut out Tom Brady. That's not going to happen again. But uh, to beat the Bucs, you've got to do it via the air, which they can't do. So, I mean, that's my big problem with Carolina. 16? Are we thinking they need 16 or 17 points to cover this? Bucks sit in the, in the mid-20s, 26-27? Probably. If they put up 14 again like they did last week against Buffalo, is that enough? It might be. might be good enough for a push. Yeah. I I hate the game. The line movement is interesting to me. How how much how much it comes down? Does it get under ten now at this point? Yeah. Well, if it's under ten, it's Tampa Bay, for me. Well, what, you got a game you want to bring up? You like? Um, let's check here. Yeah, the Baltimore game. The Baltimore uh, Cincinnati line moves again. Cincinnati three total of forty five and a half. The total has been moving up this week, which we haven't seen a whole lot of this season with uh, the lower scoring throughout the league, but it, it opened at 43 and a half in a lot of spots. Now we're up to 45 and a half Cincinnati, three and a half strange. So we always talk about three being the key number. The look ahead was two and a half. The opener was three and a half and it's settled in at three. I like Baltimore. I've liked Baltimore and the quarterback doesn't matter a ton. That's how impressed I've been, uh, I've been with Huntley here. I, I am a little concerned that Burrow is right in this game and they end up airing it out on that ball that just completely depleted Baltimore secondary. But I, I do like the Ravens in the spot. Ravens as an underdog. Harbaugh's been terrific. Uh, sign me up for that every single time. Are you worried here about this Ravens COVID list? They're up to a, uh, 15 players now? Yeah, I'm worried about everybody's COVID list. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm just I, like got teams that I might be on. I'm worried. Like Pernell McPhee, Justin Houston, uh, Jimmy Smith, uh, one of their better defensive tackles, two safeties. Like they're, they're it's their defensive room. Like their their defense is decimated right now on the COVID list. And if Burrow's healthy, I, that worries me. Wow. If they can't yeah, stop looking, them, I'm looking at the current list right now. It is brutal, brutal. Blowout. Is that what you're saying? Players. That's potential for that. Feels like it. If they're if they're without six or seven defensive starters, and we don't even 40, know we're getting out of Lamar, we could see another forty-one to seventeen, which we saw in week seven. It could be ugly. Joe O, Joe G, it's BetQL Daily presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Coming up on the other side, let's talk about survivor options for Christmas and Sunday. If you're still alive, we'll tell you the best places to go. That's next on the BetQL Network. <laughs> 